learning the grace of God. We want to learn and grow in God's grace. And as we do this, we cannot remain the same. The Bible tells us clearly that it is good for our hearts to be established by grace. So if there is anything that any man needs, it is not a car. It is not um, um, any other thing. The one thing that is going to change lives is the grace of God. When we have the grace of God, every other thing shall show up in our lives. Today we want to learn about growing in grace. And to grow in grace, we must understand the important things that are required for us to be established in grace, in Jesus' name. So, let us go together as we learn in the word of God, the source of faith that helps us to grow in grace in Jesus' name. It is important to realize growing in grace requires faith because without faith, we cannot come to the knowledge of the grace of God. So join me together as we learn the source of faith. And as we learn the source of faith, we learn how to grow in grace in Jesus name praise be to God hallelujah let's go to the book of uh, Romans chapter 5 the book of Romans chapter 5 and uh, let us find verse 1 and 2 Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 praise God the Bible says therefore being justified by faith faith did everything to justify us or faith was the requirement for our justification we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 2, praise the Lord, it says, By whom also, by whom, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So faith is what gives us access to the grace of God. Faith is what gives us access to the grace of God. So today we're going to learn of the source of faith so that we may be able to, establish, to be established in grace. Grace is the means of God providing and fulfilling his promises to all who believe. To God be the glory. Let's understand grace. Grace is the means of God providing and fulfilling his promises to all who believe. We cannot have grace and then be established. No, you must be in grace to be established in the promises of God. Let's go to Romans chapter 11 verse 6 to understand and establish ourselves in the knowledge of what grace is. Praise God. Romans chapter 11 verse 6, it says, And if by grace, then is it no more of works? Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then is it no more Grace, otherwise, grace is no more works. That means grace loses its character if we try to attain it by works. 
If the promises of God are attained by the works and the labors and the morality of men, then grace loses its character. It means that everything that we receive from God is not because of how we have worked hard for it or how we have earned it by our effort, but it is because it is a gift. Anything that is of grace is gifted to God be the glory. So for us to receive from God by grace, we must, be, we must learn how to receive from God. We must learn how to take on the gifting that God has given us. Because without having it by grace, then we are in works. And if we want to learn it by works, then it's no longer by grace. But I'd rather be in grace that everything in me may be established. Praise be to God. That means that I must lose, not lose the character or the nature of grace. If I'm going to get anything in the Lord, it must be something, it must be me learning how to receive. The problem with us believers is not that God does not supply. It's not that God has not given sufficiency. No, it is because we have not learned how to receive. We have not learned how to take on what has been provided. That is why the, Jesus helped us to understand that he that asks also receives. Praise be to God. We must learn to receive. We are good at asking, but we are not good at learning how to receive. And in receiving, this is where faith comes in. We cannot receive what is of grace except it is by faith. Except we learn to receive by faith. So he says in this verse, praise be to God, if by grace then it is no more of works, so I must learn to receive by grace. Otherwise grace is no more grace. But if it is be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, it works is no more work. Now, grace comes to you because it is a gift for you. Learn to receive. There are many things that will deceive you to tell you do this to become this. No. With God, you only need to use your faith to receive what he has supplied by grace. Let's go to have clarity in Romans chapter 4 verse 4. Romans chapter 4 verse 4 as we learn from one of the men that used faith to become what he was. Romans chapter 4 verse 4. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. In other words, when we put ourselves in a position to work and labor for what God promised, we are, we, God becomes a debtor to us. When we put our position to start working, I, I work for it, I labor for it. Of course, grace has a place of, of laboring, of putting it to work. But this labor I'm talking about is if we perform for the sake of receiving grace, then it is no longer grace. It is now works. So he says to us, now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Of debt. The problem is many of us 
would like God to do great things in our lives, but we have not learned how to activate faith to learn how to receive. God is not a debtor of many men because God has supplied everything that man needs, even the things that make remove enmity between God and man. God has supplied. Verse 5 he says, But to him that worketh not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Faith in Christ Jesus, or faith in God, praise be to God, is all that is required for us to receive grace in every aspect of our lives. But to him that worketh not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. You are righteous not because you have morality. You are righteous not because you are not a thief. You are righteous not because you are not a sinner. You are righteous not because you did not commit any sin. A believer is righteous because he believed. Because he... It is our faith, our exercise of faith that grants us or gives us or brings us into grace. We have the grace of peace, the grace of justification, the grace of righteousness, the grace that has all these promises fulfilled. Those graces can never be fulfilled in our lives except we exercise faith. Except we exercise faith. Except we believe. So verse 5, he says, put it on the screen again. He says, but to him that works not. I don't fast to be righteous. I don't fast uh, to be holy. I don't pray to be holy. I pray in acceptance of the holiness Christ has given me. I must learn, everybody must learn to believe in what he has already done. Because what he has done, we are only got to, we benefit from that grace he has supplied because we believe. Somebody say, I believe. We don't work to become, but we work because we are. Praise be to God. But to him that worketh not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. You are righteous because you believe. Praise be to God. God blesses us because we believe in Jesus. Somebody say, I'm blessed because I believe. Everybody can work hard to earn material wealth. But to benefit from grace, we must believe in Christ. The richest man in this world is not born again. He doesn't have Jesus in his heart. But to God be the glory. A believer is blessed or empowered by divine things, by spiritual things. Not because he's morally right, but because he believes the Savior Jesus Christ. So in the grace of God, we receive grace because we believe. Verse 16 of the same chapter, chapter 4 verse 16, these are things that we must become, make foundation of so that we may understand where we receive our faith. 
chapter 16 verse he says praise be to God therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed praise be to God not to that only which is of the law but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. This is important. It is of faith that it may be of grace. In other words, to benefit from grace, we must believe. We must believe. We must respond to God in belief. To respond, to respond from grace. We must believe. To respond to, to what God has given us by grace, we must believe. Praise be to God. So it is of faith that it might be by grace. In other words, everything that comes by the grace of God, or everything that you want to receive because grace has supplied it, is because you can exercise your faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So anything that you want to receive from God will come by way of grace. But for you to receive it, you must have faith. Somebody say I must exercise faith. Yes. Faith is the avenue to grace. Faith is the access to grace. It is of faith that it might be by Grace to God be the glory. In other words, praise be to God, faith has removed the reason for boasting. Faith has removed the reason for, for boasting. All we become in Christ is because he alone has given us by grace. You can never boast of how much you fast. You can never boast of how moral you are. You can never boast of anything to earn anything from God. The one thing that you can only, only, only stand in and have, um, have any credibility for is your faith. Is your faith in Christ Jesus. Praise be to God. So, no believer can amount anything from God depending on his performance of how hard he's worked for it. So, boasting is removed because it makes us all to come at the same power, whereby we are all on the same. Any man can work any wealth, and any man can earn any wealth, but the only difference when we come to God is faith. Your faith will bring grace unto you. So we must labor to understand faith. Let's look at Romans chapter 3 verse 27. We are establishing and planting the foundation of why we need to learn faith. Praise be to God. The Bible helps us to understand that boasting has been removed. It says uh, verse 27, chapter 3 verse 27. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. By the law of faith. 
Verse 28, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. It is of faith that we may not boast of our own performance. It is of faith that we may not boast of our own performance. In other words, there is no way we can boast any more that I'm holier than thou if I did not receive it by grace. It all came by grace. So the plain slate is the same. Praise be to God. A man of God, a believer, and you born again are all at the same plateau, praise be to God, to receive the same grace dependent on the faith they exercise. I'm trying to make you understand that your emphasis ought to be on making faith to stand, on establishing or learning to receive by faith, or learning to activate your faith in the accessing of grace. It is no longer me looking back and saying, wow, they are better than I because they have worked so hard. There is nothing you can labor from God without faith. Without uh, faith. It is faith, praise God, that brings us into the grace. So you cannot boast of performance. As the law demands man's performance, the law is the reputation of man's efforts. It's a what? Yeah, it is the representation of what man's effort can do. In other words, what man, man is required of, because the law demands performance. And because the law was abolished, has because the law has abolished boasting, faith has abolished what? Boasting. There is no depending anymore on the law so that we may please God. What I'm trying to draw your attention to is to completely negate, refuse, refute anything that connects with performance. Performance does not earn you grace. You must be established in faith, praise be to God, for anybody to benefit from grace. Somebody say amen. The only way you are going to receive from God is because you have received grace. And what does grace do? Grace is the package of the promises of God. Everything that God is able to do towards you, everything that God does to any man, he does it because of his grace. Because of the richness of his grace, he does it. So if you want to receive from God, it's not how much you labor in your performance, but it is how much you believe that he that promised he is faithful to accomplish what he said. It is when we learn and teach ourselves and encourage ourselves in believing that what God said, God will do. That is how you can attain from God. You see, there's been a problem in the church that many people have longevity of salvation, but they have nothing to show for it. They have longevity. They've been in salvation for so long, but all they can lament about is many of the trials that they have seen themselves failure in it. You see, being in salvation, praise God, does not guarantee you um, 
a victory in daily living. It doesn't guarantee you victory in daily living. No. You must learn to exercise your faith. Learn to put your faith to there are many people that have not learned to exercise their faith because they feel they are in the Lord and that's it. No, no, no. The promises have been made to God be the glory. The promises have been provided. But we access, take hold of, lambano, take that which has been promised by faith. You take your healing by, by faith. You take your victory by, by faith. Everything that God has provided to us is by faith. And if we don't know how to access those things, then even when we are in salvation, we are like poor people that have not been able to become anything. When I talk of that, I remember Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was a child of a king. He had the bloodline of a king running through his veins. But Mephibosheth was the poorest of the poor in, La, in, La, in La, what is he called? In Lodiba. Praise be to God. He was the poorest of the poor in, the, in Lodiba. He was lame, a child of a king. A descendant of a king was poor. That is just something that an analogy to tell us that you could even draw into salvation but you still can't access what is yours because you have not used your faith we must learn to access what god has provided to us praise be to god somebody say amen yes so today we want to understand how we can access more of what god has given us you can only access it by exercising your faith exercising your your faith. Praise be to God. Anyway, but because the law has abolished boasting or the dependency of human effort to be blessed, we must learn faith to benefit from grace. Somebody say, I must learn faith to benefit from grace. Yes. So if faith is the access to grace, we must be able to have more of grace or be able to grow in grace because we stand by faith praise be to god let us look at hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 and understand the source of our faith hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 thank you jesus he says looking unto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith there it is he is the source. He says he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of, praise be to God, at the right hand of the Father, praise, of the throne of God. So our source, Jesus, is the author of faith. He is the source of, of faith. So you cannot receive faith without focusing on Christ. We cannot receive faith without uh, focusing on Christ. Even when reading the Bible, we must learn to look and focus on Christ. 
The only way to increase faith and access grace is to read the word of God looking for Christ. Looking for, for Christ. Christ, I don't look in the word of God to look for Elijah. You don't look in the word of God to look for Moses. You read the word of God that in the eyes of looking at Moses, you are seeing a revelation of Christ over any wisdom, any knowledge that we pile and read that does not reveal Christ is just head knowledge and it adds nothing adds no faith on the believer. It adds no faith on the, on the believer. Praise be to God. We must learn to read the word of God intentionally looking and seeking for the revelation of Christ. Wherever you read the word of God, if it does not reveal Christ, it is just historical knowledge that you keep piling up. The only way to increase in faith is to go for the source. Is to go for the, for the source. Praise be to God. The, the only way we can understand grace is when we increase in the faith of God. Praise be to God. Somebody say, I receive faith. Yes, I receive faith. To God be the glory. Because the only way you have to read the Bible is looking for the knowledge that reveals Christ. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10 tells us about Christ. He tells us, praise be to God. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10, he says, For it became him, this is Christ we are talking about, for whom are all things and by whom are all things. Hallelujah in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. In other words, we cannot come to glory without having Christ revealed to us. Without having Christ revealed to us. For it be, he says, for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory. You cannot come unto glory except, praise be to God, we look for the source. That source is Christ himself. Praise be to God. He's the one that brings us into glory. So I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that as you draw into learning the word of God, focus your mind, focus your heart, focus everything in seeking for Christ in the word. It is when we know Christ in the word, praise God, that is when we come into faith. And when we come into faith, praise God, that is when we come into grace. Because faith gives us access to grace. And the source of our faith is Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. Somebody say amen. That is why in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18, we are admonished to grow in grace. But in growing in grace, we must also learn the knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
What does it say? He says, but grow in grace. But do what? Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him glory both now and forever. Amen. Praise be to God. So we are encouraged to grow in grace. I said last time that this growing in grace is not that grace grows. No, grace does not grow. Grace is the same. The Bible tells us his grace is sufficient. It does not grow. It is us that need to grow in understanding it. It is us that need to grow in the knowledge of it. But for it, it is there and it's available. And God is saying to us, come to maturity of this grace. The grace is not going to increase. Hallelujah. The grace is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The grace is abundantly present. Praise be to God. It is there and it is sufficient. But we must learn to grow in it. And that's why he adds the second part. And he says, grow in grace. And he says, says and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the knowledge of truth. And it's the knowledge of faith. Praise be to God. It's the knowledge of truth and the knowledge of faith. So growing in grace is also to grow in the knowledge of Christ. Because the knowledge of Christ is the knowledge of faith. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more I hear the knowledge of Christ, praise God, the more I'm growing in faith. My growth in faith, praise be to God, is completely reliant on the knowledge of Christ which I have taken on. May you learn to increase in grace. Somebody say amen. So the more we grow in the knowledge of God or the knowledge of Christ, the more we are growing in the grace. How will you grow in the promises God has set if you don't read about Christ? Christ is the promises. Christ is the fulfillment of every promise that God has set before us. Praise be to God. Somebody say, I grow in grace. And growing in grace is to grow in the knowledge of Christ. We must endeavor to back on growing in his knowledge in Jesus' name. Praise be to God. So every time you read the word of God, you must learn to search and seek for Christ. He is the source. So when I look at Elijah, I just don't look at Elijah for Elijah's sake. I look at Elijah seeking for Christ. Elijah does not produce faith in me. Elijah is not the faith of salvation. Moses is not the faith of salvation. Uh, Elisha is not the faith of salvation. The faith of salvation, the faith of grace that brings me to is in Christ. So everything that I look in the Bible, I should be seeking for Jesus. When I read about Esther, I should be looking for Jesus. Praise be to God. I should be looking for Jesus. 
Anything that is not revealing Jesus, it is just head knowledge that was left there to reveal cultures and to reveal man's way of life. But everything that reveals Christ is the promise of God, is the faith that we need to progress ourselves in grace. Somebody say, I receive faith. Praise the Lord in Jesus' name. We see a story in the book of Acts where Peter has healed, or God has used Peter to heal a man that was lame at the gate of beautiful. Praise be to God. Go quickly with me in Acts chapter 3. Praise be to God. Acts chapter 3. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 3, and find verse 16 for me. Praise the Lord. Let's take it from verse 14. He says in verse 14, But ye denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. I want to bring to your notice that in the actions of the Israelites crucifying Jesus Christ and supporting the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, they thought they did a work for God. They thought what they did was of God. So they rejected Jesus Christ. I want us to draw that it was in the plan of God for that to be revealed. But it is something we have to be wary that many times we negate and refuse the works of faith in Christ Jesus looking at the things that talk to our flesh. And we become no different. We must learn to put aside that which represents excitement of the flesh and learn to know that in Christ Jesus is where the source of our faith is, that we don't need performance to determine our faith or to determine ourselves to stand in the grace. Look at verse 15. He says, And kill the prince of life, and we kill the prince of rap, whom God has raised from the dead, whereof ye are witnesses. Now verse 16. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. Has made this man whom ye see now, yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. This is the man at the gate of beautiful. But what I want to draw your attention to is in his name is where we draw our faith. In his name is where we draw. Name here stands for his person. Stands for his authority. Stands for what he has been exalted to be. Praise be to God. Whom ye see and know. Yea, faith which is by him has given this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. In other words, it is by faith 
that we receive soundness in our bodies. It is by faith that we access the grace of healing. It is by faith in his name that we access the grace of wisdom. It is by faith, somebody say by faith. By faith in his name, to God be the glory, that we receive soundness of everything that Christ has to offer. So at the moment I deny myself to believe that his name has performed, that in his name I can do, in his name I have, in his name I will, I have become, in his name I've been accomplished, I deny myself of the grace. Praise be to God. Let's analyze here. You must understand the name is the representation of the bearer. It represents his personality. It represents his, uh, his power. It represents his authority. It represents who he is. By name, praise be to God, that he is a savior. By name, who is Christ, the anointed one. By name, who is the Lord of the hearts of men, praise be to God. By name, to God be the glory. I can access grace. I can access the things that God has set for me. Praise be to God. Somebody say, I have soundness because I believe in the name. The source of our faith is in the name. It is the name. It is in the, in the name. Somebody say, I receive. In the name of Jesus, I have soundness. In the name of Jesus, I have faith. Because by that faith, I access perfect soundness. To God be the glory. Somebody say, I access perfect soundness. Yes. Every time we read the word of God, we must learn to access for the faith. For the faith which is in Christ Jesus. This faith, I, I get to find many times people when they, uh, they look at the word and then they exalt all this, all David said all this, it is written like this, Job said, that the Bible says he give, that God gives and God takes away. Even we have to be clever. God helps those who help themselves all these things that have nothing to do with the character of God and the grace of God. That's why I want to bring it to understanding. We must learn to establish ourselves in the faith that what I know God has done has nothing to do with my performance, but all to do with what Jesus has done for me. With what Jesus has Many times you say, oh, it has happened to me because this is like this. Because God gives and God takes away. No, that is not the grace. That is not grace. The gifts of God are without repentance. So when you have soundness in the understanding of your faith in Christ Jesus, you will have what grace provides. You will have what grace that grace provides. Look at John chapter 6 verse 40. John chapter 6 
verse 40, the gospel according to John, chapter 6, verse 40, it says, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. This is important. Jesus spoke this before he died. And he says, this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone who sees, that word seeing there is discernment. Everyone who discerns the son and believes on him. We must look at the Bible with the discernment for Christ. Christ is the source. There are many people that take the literature in the Bible and use it for businesses and use it for bettering their personal life and use it for principles of living and so on and so forth. But they actually don't have faith in Christ Jesus. They can quote the Bible, but they actually have no, no faith. Those people will not be affected by the grace, by what grace offers. For what grace offers is accessed through faith in Christ Jesus. Through faith in... This scripture tells us, everyone which sees the Son, or everyone which discerns that the Son is the Savior, Everyone who believes on him, you have that heart that says he is everything that I need. Praise be to God. That is the one that believes on him and he will have everlasting life. What I need us to see here that we must see him as the source. See him as the access to the grace that we so much need. We have an example to Abraham. Look at uh, Roman, uh, John chapter 8, verse 56. John 8, 56. Praise be to God. Jesus says, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. In other words, Abraham discerned Christ. So... Christ discerned and believed in him and he was glad. We too, without physically touching him, we have spiritually, praise God, become part of him. And so he's saying to us, we must learn to discern, learn to discern Christ, discern him for who he is. Discern him for what he has done. Discern him for the ability he's done in you. Discern him and know who he has, he has become for you. Discern him and know what you have become in him. What you have become in him. Many times we look at our lives to determine what we are. But our lives don't speak like Christ's life speaks. Our life speaks nothing compared to what Christ has done for us. That is why we must look into the Son of God to determine our faith. To say that I am, despite of what everything says around me, what Christ has said I am 
is who I am. So my faith in Christ is what gives me access to the grace that God has given to us. Somebody say, I have access in God because of my faith in Christ. Somebody say, Amen. To God be the glory. Look at first, look at first John chapter 1. First John chapter 1. First John chapter 1, verse 1 and to 3. First John chapter 1, verse 1. He says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. We have handled the word of, word of life. For the life which was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that internal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Verse 3. That which we have seen and heard declare unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Christ is the manifested life of God. He is the manifested word of life. That once I have that word in me, I have the grace of life. Somebody say amen. So my focus ought to be on the grace, on the, on the grace that is accessible in Christ Jesus. Every other thing doesn't make sense until I focus on the faith in Christ that I may access the grace in him. Somebody say, I receive grace. Because for the life was manifested and we have seen it. The apostle is testifying. We have seen it. We've beheld it with our eyes. We have touched it. He was manifested in the flesh and we have experienced him. We have seen him. We have known that he is life. Praise God. He is the word of life made flesh. Can we say amen? And in that, he's trying to encourage us that we have nothing else to look for. We don't look for Elijah. We don't look for Moses. We look for Jesus. We look for Jesus. We appreciate Jesus. We take on Jesus. We stand in, in Jesus. When we stand in Jesus, we have the word of life himself. We have the manifested life of God in us. We become in fellowship with that very word. Praise be to God. We become fellowship. We become partakers of that divine gift in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I receive. It's important to allow ourselves learn about where the grace of God and what the grace of God is done in our lives. By learning to access it by faith. Access the grace of God by, by faith. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, praise be to God. 
Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 8, verse 2, Ephesians 2, 8, it says, For by grace ye are saved through faith, and that note of yourself, it is the gift of, of God. It is the gift of, of God. Somebody said, by faith I am saved. To God be the glory. God has saved us by grace. When we believe. When we did what? We believe. To God be the glory. In other words, we cannot credit it. We cannot credit it on ourselves. It was a gift of God. When we believe. Even the faith that we have received was a gift. Praise be to God. So the more we draw ourselves to get more great, more faith into ourselves, the more we come into establishment of that grace that we may learn more of the grace that gave birth to us. Somebody say, I receive more faith. So it is time to learn how to grow in faith. The faith you have received is the faith that makes a difference to how much grace you enjoy. To God be the glory. How much grace you enjoy. Grace is abundant. Grace is available. It's not going to grow again. It is there. Praise be to God. It is, it is there. Look at uh, Romans chapter 5 verse 17. The grace is abundant, praise be to God. Romans chapter 5 verse 17, it tells us clearly. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace, to God be the glory. That abundance of grace is not that grace is going to be kept pouring out. No, the abundance of grace comes because your faith, your faith is increasing. And then you have more, you taking advantage of that abundance which is already there. That abundance is already available. You just take advantage of it. You take what? Advantage of it. It is already there, praise be to God. So you take advantage of it. Paul was told that when he prayed for the infirmity to be taken away from him, the thorn to be taken out of the flesh, God replied to him and says, my grace is sufficient. He said, my grace is... In other words, whatever I have supplied, there's no more I'm going to supply. Everything I've supplied is there with you. It is there with... So the question is not about the provision of grace. The question is the increase of faith, praise be to God. The question is the increase of faith. Allowing yourself to grow in faith. Allowing yourself to believe on the word of God. Allowing yourself to say and echo with God, I can do, I believe what God says I believe. One man prayed and said, when Jesus asked him, do you believe? He says, Lord, help my unbelief. It is okay to pray for your faith. That it fails not, just like Peter was prayed for. It is okay for you to pray for your faith. 
that you may believe more. It is okay for you to look into the word and say, Lord, help me understand what the word is saying. It is okay, praise be to God. Because the grace of God that helps you to access the promises of God which have been fulfilled is abundantly available to you. But have you got the faith to access it? Praise be to God. The faith to access it. This reminds me of Peter. Peter being in the boat, hallelujah, and uh, looking at Jesus, and Jesus is, uh, he, he looks like a ghost to them. And they were all shaken and shaken, and they did not know what, they were, what was coming on water. But Jesus was walking on water towards them, and they were all quaking. But one man, by the words of faith, said, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. Bid me to and Peter and Jesus say to him, come. And on the speaking of those words, Peter stepped out of the boat with his eyes focused on Jesus. And as long as he looked at Jesus, Peter, the mortal man, walked on water and he could float on water. He accessed the grace that was able to hold him, hallelujah, that he could float on on water and as long as he looked on Jesus as long as he focused on Jesus Peter floated on water as long as you you look at Jesus as long as you focus on Jesus as long as you put your attention on Christ you will float over every circumstance you will float over every challenge you will float over every situation. Why? Because by faith in Christ Jesus, you access the grace of God. I say you access the, the grace of God. And look at Peter. As long as he looked at Jesus Christ, he was able to float. But the moment he wanted to take his attention of Christ and look at how the world, what was surrounding him, what the types of things that were, Peter started to sink. Even in the presence of Jesus, Peter was sinking. In the presence of Jesus, Peter was... There are many Christians that keep sinking even when they're in Christ Jesus. They keep sinking. Even when they go to church, they keep sinking. The sinking is not because they don't love the Lord. They're sinking because they've taken their focus off Christ. We take our focus off Christ and start to depend on performance. Start to depend on casting out uh, curses. Start to depend on all that. Christ has already cast the curses off. He's already broken the curses of the believer. All we need to do, focus on Christ. Focus on. Put your focus on Christ. Praise be to God. Put your focus on him. That is the source of our faith. That as we believe in what he says we are, praise be to God, we shall stand and be able to accomplish that which he has said we can accomplish. Put your focus on Christ. I said, put your focus on in Jesus' name. Don't look left, don't look right, don't wither. Focus on Christ. Be like the woman of the blood issue. Praise be to God. Who refused to, to hear 
the, what the multitudes are saying, who refused to, 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 to sit down and let Jesus pass by. He says, as long as I touch the hem of the garment, I shall be made whole. Let me give you a secret. Even when Jesus doesn't know what is happening around, which is it is impossible that he doesn't know, but even if he doesn't know, you will access the grace on him. Praise God. Why? Because your faith is in him. Your faith is that woman of the blood issue moved time into his favor, her favor. She moved time into her. She quickened her healing. If her healing would have taken another year to heal, no. Because she focused and touched the hem of her garment, Whoa, she scrapped time out of, the, out of the equation and took her healing and she was made whole. Oh, somebody, don't prolong your pain. Focus on, put your focus on Jesus. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our, of our faith. Somebody say, I receive. Say it again, I receive. Come on, shout it and say, I receive. In Jesus' name, put your focus on Christ. Put your focus on, on Christ. To God be the glory. Whatever it is that has challenged you, it is not how hard you perform. It is not how hard you work. Everybody, if you want to attain and achieve what grace offers, Allow yourself to do with this mindset what Christ has promised, Christ has fulfilled in me. So when I step out to work or to do anything, I do in affirmation of what I have believed. I carry it out in affirmation of what I have, uh, I have believed he has done it. Somebody say, he is at work in me. I finally want to leave this with you. Praise be to God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Praise be to God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Praise be to God. Let us read it from there. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians chapter 1. Let's look at the example of Peter, of, of, of Paul. Colossians, let's take it from verse 25. It says, Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse 26, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his sense. Verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of what? Of the glory of his ministry among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Which is what? Praise God. Somebody say he's in me. Christ in you, the hope of. In other words, you don't have to go yonder to look for him. He is where? Somebody say, he's in me. You've got to believe that he, that is the source of faith. The source of my faith is not yonder. 
He's right here with me. He's not in Israel. He's right here with, with me. Praise be to God. That ought to boost your faith and know in him when you put focus on him and learning him and growing in him. Praise be to God. You shall see the hope of glory fulfilled in you. Somebody say amen. And that is why Paul says, whom we preach, whom we do what? Preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that he may present every man perfect in Christ. Verse 29, where unto I labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Praise be to God. You see, it is not Paul that is working. It is Christ in him that worketh mightily. In other words, the more he puts focus on Christ, the more Christ is at work in him mightily. Somebody say he works in me mightily. By presenting ourselves, we present ourselves that faith in belief in Christ, faith is at work in us that we may fulfill that which is spoken of us in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I put my focus on Christ. I look unto Christ, the author and the finisher of my faith. In the name of Jesus, I refuse. Say it again, I refuse. I refuse to look elsewhere. I look on the source of my faith. Christ is the source. In Jesus' name. May you stand in Christ. Learn to stand in Christ. You cannot access your healing if you don't stand in, in Christ. Stand in Christ. Every time stand in Christ and say, I am healed. By his stripes I was. Everything, the focus is Christ. Focus is Christ. Your victory is in Christ. By that victory is grace already made available. But the only way to access it is by faith. I believe that what Christ has done for me is available for my taking. And I take it in Jesus' name. Our source of faith is Jesus. My source of faith is, is Jesus. Father God, I pray for everyone that is underneath the sound of my voice. I pray for them today in Jesus' name. That they have Christ in them. I pray for them in the name of Jesus. The Lord, the King of glory that dwells in them. Worketh mightily in their lives. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the workings of your faith. The workings of the grace of God that is at work in you. Manifest before you in Jesus name. That every area of your life you start to see progress, progress, progress in Jesus' name. May you progress from glory to glory. May you progress from one level to another level. May you progress in everything that you do in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. I pray for you in Jesus' name. That the eyes of your understanding are enlightened. That you come in the fullness of the wisdom of the grace of God. That you may come in the fullness of understanding of the faith in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. 